Welcome to another episode of Becoming DO. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Becoming DO with my co host. Hey, don't do the jingle. What are you doing? No jingle is allowed. How's it been? Back at it again. I know it's been a it's been a white fans. So how how's uh how's it going? It's going very well. I have had three audition rotations successfully completed on to a nice chill rotation, Kimonk for the month. I wouldn't really call that chill, but I guess, uh, like it's, it's and this, it's out it's outpatient. So oh, okay, okay. okay yeah. For the most part, it's not that bad. I guess we're we're in the same boat. I've also completed three um, auditions, and now I'm currently on a chill radiology rotation, which is which is super nice. It's a uh, very very nice. And talk about like uh, auditions. Like, how would you say your experience has been so far? Like, out of like the three you've done so far like with this with the different they were vastly different i in location and in kind of the expectations and what i was allowed to do it was surprisingly very different i thought there would be a little bit more um I guess standardization yeah. is the best way to put it, but that is far in between what my experience has been. How about you? I think practically the same uh, experience that you've had. Um, I interviewed, at, I've done auditions at two community and one academic programs, and mm-hmm. that it's very different experience in terms of like the expectations medical students and what you get to do you know um so it, it was very very uh very very interesting experience for me i learned a lot i would say a lot of stuff i learned um mostly from watching people and actually seeing what it's like being an intern it's been very eye-opening i've learned which a lot place about- did you have the most cases um, case wise, it would have to be the academic program. Yeah. Of, like, uh, cases. I saw a lot of cases in the academic program. Um, oh, a lot of more variety of cases. I mean, I won't, I'll have to say that the, the, the program I went to in Michigan was also, um, I saw also a lot of variety of like, it was my first time actually seeing an endo, um, endocrine surgery of with this on parathyroids which was oh, cool. really 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 dope so i think i'd really love the exposure to different um part of general surgery and it was very it was nice seeing that yeah i definitely have been in ob like on my first rotation they had me do like a mixed bag so i was on like two L&D weeks and then a MFM week and oh I honestly don't remember what the other week was I'm trying to think oh clinic 
No, but that was MFM clinic. I can't remember. It's been a whirlwind. But then on my second rotation, I was on a full month of MFM. And then my last one, I was on Gainong. So I've gotten to see quite a few different, you know, areas in OB. So that, that's been nice because I really didn't get much exposure to subspecialties in third year. Yeah. I would say that that's the one thing about uh, additions that I do appreciate from third year. Like third year, you know, you go, depending on where you are, us being in, we don't have like a an academic institution, no. So we did a lot of our rotation with like local physicians around us. So having to see the subspecialties has been so nice, you know. So my first kidney transplant, my, I saw my first off a lot of surgery so it was very oh big. wow that's cool yeah so now let's go into the the myth of the thing you said you talked about uh interviews now i think for a lot of our classmates a lot of our friends uh they've been getting interviews which is like the nwbo for four years like that's what we've been walking towards you know yeah for the past three years actually getting quote-unquote a job because no I shouldn't never thought about it as like we are technically just applying for jobs at this point mm-hmm. yeah like we have done all we've done so far has just gotten to a point where right now we're just applying to get a job like residency like we think of it the like, most competitive job application <laughs> I know such a competitive job application it's like you versus other candidates and you're like all vying for very like limited sports and because before I, I used to think of it like, like you know how like you're applying for medical school and and it's completely different it's not like applying for medical school you're literally applying for a job because it's it's different now like yeah it's the stakes are like so much everybody different. that like says oh the hardest part is getting into medical school i don't know <laughs> who told them that that was true but it is not true i think i like that conversation it feels like they keep moving the goalposts. It's like, oh yeah, the hardest part is once you get into medical school. And then second year they're like, Oh, the hardest part is once you finish step one. And I was like, Yeah, the hardest part is once you're done with interviews and you actually match into residency. And then once you get into residency, it's like the hardest part is when you actually don't residency. So I think Yeah. It's it's never it's never over for us. It's a it's we're always gonna be facing, you know, like like challenges, like we're always gonna get to places where we have to like you know, definitely face new challenges in our career part because this is a lifelong decision we've made. Mm-hmm. Something we'll probably, you know, we signed up for this and we have to regret to at some point. No, I'm just kidding. We regret for what comes, what it comes with. So yeah. yeah. No, I think if you are living day to day where you're like, oh, I just need to finish med school and then I'll be happy, or like, oh, I just need to get into residency and then I'll be happier oh when I'm done with residency and I'm an attending then I'll be happy then you're never going to be happy because it's always gonna you know be something that you're still working towards and I think it's it's important to have like those aspirations to you know set your aim high and work hard but if you continue to like you know always be chasing the next thing and like you know, a couple of years ago, we were dreaming of being the day when we would get into medical school. Right. And then 
now where you're like, oh, I don't even know if I'm going to match. And I just, I just want to match. Like, that's yeah. like my dream. And then in probably six to 12 months from now, we're going to be like, ah, oh, this sucks. I hate my life. And you're like, <laughs> just not that long ago, we were wishing for this day to come, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, what has been like the the thing that surprised you the most about this whole process of like interviews you like honestly i i'm gonna get on my like soapbox but it's like the cost yes it is yes. it's just yes. so expensive and nobody nobody warned me and like my parents aren't doctors i don't have anybody in the medical field and like in college i had pretty good advisors but no one and, like, one of my advisors would always talk to me about how, like, your future is an investment, you know, your education's like an investment. So, like, yeah. really, what what does it matter that, like, your textbooks cost, like, $200 and you're going to be making so much money? And, like, granted, he had a point, but at the same time, I don't think that it's very valid to, like, be, like, don't worry about the money like you're going to be making so much money so it doesn't matter but like it does matter because I don't have a job right now I'm yeah I'm only doing school and so therefore I have to take out loans or like luckily in my case I have another person that can help support me with some things but like he also has his own you know finances and student loans and he's also going to school and um paying for like car payments so like he can't you know pay for everything for both yeah. of us yeah so like I have to take out a lot of loans and then like fourth year especially has been so expensive like the cost of traveling to all of these oh, yeah. away rotations and then the cost of applying to the away rotations and then the cost of applying to residency and then I feel like every every second I look there's like another fee you know oh yeah. you have to pay like thousands of dollars for the application and oh to pay for the boards is like six hundred dollars each or more and then oh actually you you took the test but you actually have to pay to have your transcripts be put Send, on there I'm yeah. like wait what <laughs> yeah yeah it's I think that's very very true like the cost I had to turn down an audition because they were gonna it was seven hundred dollars for a tuition at that program i'm like wow. well i'm paying i'm still paying for tuition and i'm not even going to this pro like i'm not in las cruces yeah so it's just a lot of cost so i, I... think i would like for future people like applying to med school in in their like first second even third year of med school like start saving now and prepare yeah, yeah. i think for me like having to keep my place in el paso and also do the auditions sometimes i wish i kind of like switch between if i should have done that or if i shouldn't have because the cost has been paying like double rent Mm-hmm. for almost like three months now and it's like you also have to like other costs as well it's been I mean I've been I've been fortunate enough like some places have been 
more affordable and like I, I could squeeze it, but it's, it's so expensive. And then the applications and the amount of like programs you have to apply to being a DO, sometimes it has to be like double the amount that MDs have to apply to. So it's been super, super expensive. But like you said, it's it's all worth it and hopefully it pays off, you know. Like we think about it now, but I hope it's like eventually pays off, you know. Mm-hmm. So and tomorrow obviously you said it's a big day for you. It's a big day for like people not applying OB, you know. Mm-hmm. I have my own big day, the twenty sixth as well. But like that's yeah. when um the interview invites go out, or at least the majority of them out for most programs at least that is the date that was agreed by a lot of the APDs that um, interview go out for OBE so how are you feeling about that I at least for like a lot of med school and like like boards for example I don't try to like have any expectations I try to have like a lot of grace with myself because <laughs> It's not about tomorrow, like, it's about, like, we were talking about, like, we've worked the last three years to get to this point, so tomorrow isn't, like, the summation of all of that, so it, that will come, like, when I match, but, you know, I've heard from people, like, don't get discouraged if, like, on the actual date, you don't get, you know, 12 interviews on on that day, like, they're gonna start trickling in, so I, I think, my goal tomorrow, if I get three interviews, I'll be very happy. Mm. And then, like, throughout the week, if hopefully I hear back from more programs. But that's, that's kind that's of very, my goal. Yeah, positive mindset. Me being who I am, like, the plan I am, and, like, the, I think, the cool, like, I'm very curious. I found, somehow found, like, the the Reddit you know, no. yes, yes, I did. I, found <laughs> I did, and it's been it's been very interesting because a lot of uh, you know, programs. Some programs have already sent out invites. Um, yeah. Before the twenty sixth, um, so it's been very very interesting seeing how many programs sent out invite, and obviously that tension always comes to you. It's like, oh, when am I going to get mine? Um, I've been fortunate enough, you know, to get um some invites. Um, thank That's God. That's awesome. For that. Yeah, and but I'm I am I am excited. I'm looking forward to the twenty six. What do you think is the advantage of having like that one, quote unquote, release date where all interviews go out? Do you think that's a benefit to that? Um, I think that it was a good change because I know that it has been very anxiety inducing for many applicants in years past, and. I don't know if it's just, like, I'm exhausted at this point, but I'm really not feeling anxious. Maybe that's, like, a bad thing. Like, maybe I should be nervous because, yeah. you know, like, this is my future. But I I feel, like, very calm. And I think that, if anything, like, boards this year has really, like, helped because I, I was really anxious for that, and I struggled a lot. And yeah. it was, like, the first time I'd ever had, like, a panic attack. Yeah. Um, like just really overwhelming and I think that after that I kind of learned to like just let Chill. go and like mm-hmm. I was kind of like I'm I feel crazy right now but I'm not gonna study and I did it and I feel like that kind of well like I studied for boards don't yeah. get me yeah. wrong with that it was like 
the couple days before the test. I was just like, I've done what I can do, and it's going to be what it is. And um, I actually did okay on step, which is what I was, like, anxious for. But I feel like when you are, like, so overwhelmed and, like, stressed about it, it's it's not to your benefit. Like, it doesn't change anything. So I've learned that, I think. Because I, I feel like all of us are type A and obsessing yeah. over stuff. Yeah. I think one of the best advice um, some of the residents gave me, you know, was like, hey, like, you've done your best. Like, it's this is a very stress-inducing period in our life. And it's, I think we need to just relax and actually enjoy the process. Yeah. You know, like, like, the whole interview process. Like, if we stress out too much, like... People always say things are going to work out. And you're like, I mean, but what if it doesn't? But, you know, I think it's important for us to keep a cool head. Keep a cool you know, head on our shoulders and just just believe that we've done the work. Yeah. At this point, it's now, it's, technically, it's, to some degree, it's out of our hands. Right. And it's like, we are hoping for the best that every single thing that we've done so far, we've eventually, you know, pay off, you know. Well, like one of my mentors, I did like a mock interview with her to practice and she was like, I know you're going to be nervous. Everyone knows you're nervous. Like this is a very big, big interview. So like we aren't going to be, you know, scrutinizing you for like stumbling over your words and like you're going to be nervous and if you need to take a second like to pause and really form your thought then that's fine but you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you and mm-hmm. i know we hear that a lot but like you you are really trying to get the most out of the interview to figure out cuz now more than ever we need to really make the most of the time that we have on these interviews cuz that's really our only chance to to gauge how how we'll fit into the program yeah. I think I was going to mention that because um, I don't know about you, but um, some programs now I've heard, like I've said, they're going through like a, like, like a mix, like in-person, virtual interviews. And how do, you, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about some programs going in-person with their interviews? Well, OB is all virtual as far as I'm aware. Like they, ACOGS kind of put out at least like for OB that we're having this release date that we're not going to send out more invites than like the slots that we have. And then we are virtual, which I am pretty sure almost every program is adhering to those guidelines, but I haven't heard of any that aren't, well, at least any of the programs that I've applied to. I know. um, But I think that going back to in-person, I I have mixed feelings about it because I feel like it would be nice to actually meet people in person. I think you get a better idea of yeah. like the sense of the program too. And like some of these places I've never been to. So I would be, you know, going there for the first time if I got accepted there after the fact. So it's hard to like really know for sure maybe for rank I'll like have to try and do like a trip where I can visit a couple of the places to get a better 
idea of like really where our top program is going to be but yeah. I don't know but I I feel like virtual has its pros and cons too like you're saving money which we're already talking about is something that's like a difficult part so that's a definite plus um I do think that you can kind of broaden your application like net because you don't have to worry about traveling so if you maybe are living in California you maybe wouldn't have applied to a place across the country because you didn't want to have to travel but now you can so that can be a pro or a con depending on how you look at it I think you're you're right I think for me you being in person obviously had this uh benefits of like seeing the program seeing the hospital being the people in person like having that face to face connection and seeing how you vibe because people like you'd be surprised how much like actually being in the presence of someone like that vibe is important because you're going to spend the next five years four years three years with these people so being them in person was helpful mm-hmm. the cost the cost is like mm-hmm. another thing and I think being virtual helped a lot to mitigate that cost because now you're not thinking about like flights and like had the logistics of like having to fly, arrange your interviews. Because think about if it was back in the old day where like interviews came up whenever it's like back okay, in the like, old days. <laughs> okay, not old days, but like pre-COVID. Yes, that's what was that we'll call it. The pre-COVID where you actually didn't have to like arrange your interviews based off of like you know like. You had to do this whole logistics and like you couldn't do like back to back one day and the next because your like flights that would be crazy. Yeah. but and then think also, about like, this is during ahead. Christmas and during like Thanksgiving, like yeah. having to fly during those time periods and like you're you're under the wimp of like flights being canceled. Imagine having to you know, fly into a place the next day and like oh my flight got delayed, so you're going to be late. So it's like all that got mitigated by virtual interviews so now you could do a week straight of interviews even though I, I don't know if that's a good idea but you know you could actually take your time rest prep for it like you're not as nervous you're in your own you know comfortable location you could be yourself thank god for zoom you know and just yeah. have a conversation um with people and it's i don't know like i haven't done a virtual interview yet the medical school interview was in person actually i did i had one virtual uh, interview for medical school but the rest were in person but yeah this this is going to be very very um interesting i haven't, I haven't been interviewed in a while so yeah <laughs> very, very very interesting being interviewed uh and see how i am like if the jitters are like if i'm going to be nervous and at all mm-hmm. i'm obviously going to be but i'm hoping it's just going to be like a chill conversation between you know me and whoever it's going to interview me and uh, we get to know each other better if you can like find a mentor to kind of do a practice interview like a mock interview or I don't know if like the education specialists would do like mock interview practice but I think it's really helpful to like at least record yourself you know answering some typical interview questions because the more you practice it, the less 
nervous you'll be but yeah. obviously don't you don't want to have like rehearsed answers but right. I think... also something that I like thought about when my mentor was telling me when it was in person they would have the like Thursday night before like social and they would take them out for dinner all the interviewers and they would kind of you know just have like a more relaxed evening and like hang out but that's still an interview and she said like there would be people that would get a little too intoxicated and then (laughs) you know that kind of doesn't look very good and it's just surprising to me the things that people don't really think about that's like anytime that you're like engaging with like on these auditions too like that's part of the interview technically like they're yeah. they're constantly judging you which is in a, a way like really intimidating to be on these interviews because or auditions because anything that you do wrong I don't know about you but like even if it was a super minor thing I like will be like up at, late at night still thinking about it and like like weeks later I'm still like oh my gosh I can't believe I did that or said that or yeah got that question wrong or something like I know I think I think you're right that was one time ago like I literally read this before the surgery and I went in there and I went completely blank when I got I asked the question and I was like what is going on with your brain right now, Stanley? Like, why are you doing this right now? <laughs> and I felt so stupid after. And yeah. then the rest of them was like, it's okay. Like, like you and like, because I answered other questions before that one question, but it was like, I felt so dumb and like, so useless. <laughs> Even though we're like, not dumb, you know, yeah. it's like, so easy for us to be hard on ourselves, but not everybody could be like where we're at and do as well as we've done in school so no I think I think you're right and um I'm I'm just like I'm I'm looking forward to it it's gonna be a very uh exciting time for us Uh, and honestly good luck tomorrow thanks Yeah, yeah I'm excited for it and good luck on Thursday for you as well and We'll get through this week and we'll celebrate with each other when we get all of our interviews. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, this This was a a short one. Short one. A very short one. Um, We're obviously busy. We have stuff going on, but I just wanted to, you know, get one out for those. Yeah, we got to give a little fan service. Let y'all know we're still thinking of you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Until next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Becoming TO. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah, guys, have a great day.